This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a big day for the Big Red. Nebraska picks up a huge commitment from Oshawn Mathis, the top player, top unattached player previously at 24-7 Sports Transport Portal Rankings. I am Mike Schaefer, joined by Michael Brunts. We are here to break down the big addition for the Huskers. Some might argue the biggest transfer portal addition in this class. That, of course, Brunts gets into a debate of quarterback versus every other position on the field, but certainly the one with the most fanfare, and I'm not sure that it's close. Give a lot of credit to the Mathis family. They built up quite a bit of excitement for this one. Uh, I know that we were both watching on the stream. They were counting the numbers as they were rolling in. It started at like 1,000, and then it was 1.2, and then 1.7, and then 2.3. And then at one point, I think the height of it, they were up over 5,000 views on Twitter before he even announced that commitment. And they were on Facebook, and they were on Instagram. Lots of excitement for O'Shawn Mathis. Michael Brutz, why are the people so excited? <laughs> it was like the third largest city on, on social media today. Um, <laughs> I don't a, think it was that big. But, it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's a big one. I mean, it, there's no – and that's not hyping the day up. I mean, that that's uh, an important one for Nebraska. I mean, I, I think as as much as we've harped on how – the defensive line and that defensive front is a big question mark. Nebraska um, recruits with its elbows out and beats out Texas for O'Shawn Mathis, who's a local kid there uh, near Austin. Um, very local. Like very local, yeah. 20, 25 minutes to campus. So it's this is a pretty giant win in, in just all things recruiting, let alone the position. Yeah, well, and, and two, I think it's uh, it's kind of the first real big head-to-head battle, I think, that, that you know, has played out publicly for Nebraska in the NIL um, era that we are very, very presently living in. So for, for all those reasons, it's a, it's a big one. And that's not even talking about the, the production and, um, you know, body of work that he brings from his time at TCU. So where, where do we want to begin? Because it, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's a noteworthy day. I, I, I don't, I, I apologize that we don't have special music to uh, for, for, for this kind of a commitment, but uh, this, this is the, really the first time we're going through it. What kind of music would you want for the, the commitment post cast thing that we're doing here? Post commitment cast. I don't know. We'll come up with a name. We'll work on it. Just, just some, uh, just a lot of cowbell, probably with a little bit of horn. Oh. That, that would be what you'd need. <laughs> uh, that, that sounds miserable to me. <laughs> 
That sounds um, really bad. Where where do we go? I mean, this this you you correctly had your crystal ball in for O'Shawn Mathis to Nebraska. Um, I mean, I was wrong for about ninety seven percent of this recruitment. So you were you you uh you landed the plane though on on Friday evening. Thank and, you. Uh, you. You should be rewarded for that. But what? Why? Why is this a big commitment in your mind? Well, let's let's start with the on the field stuff because we're going to have plenty of time to discuss. I mean, all of it. But really, before we dive into what it means for Nebraska to be able to kind of go into Texas and pull a kid that the University of Texas really wanted, here's what it means on the field. Nebraska got better in terms of adding a defensive player that can be disruptive, that can play opposite of Garrett Nelson, that adds to what continues to look to be a four three defense. For next fall um and and he is a guy that has 13 sacks over his last two seasons um he's someone that has the ability to set teams behind schedule we, we talk about this with nebraska's offense a lot that you know they want to stay on schedule they're bad when they get off schedule well you know what nebraska hasn't done a great job of getting other teams off schedule consistently that's what somebody like oshawn mathis can do and if he takes attention away from Garrett Nelson or Caleb Tanner or Ty Robinson in the middle or some other blitz package that you assemble that gets Luke Reimer to go up the middle, it, you can't block everybody. And especially one of the things that you lose without Damian Daniels is a guy that took on a lot of blockers or commanded a lot of attention just because of sheer size. O'Shawn Mathis isn't going to do that because of size. But if you have to keep a running back in, if you have to keep a tight end to chip him, if you slow them down in, in how they want to play offense, that's just another thing that a defense can do. And O'Shawn Mathis gives Nebraska the ability to be more disruptive than they have been. I mean, we, you know, when you and I and BC, we do these podcasts and we talk about how this team can can improve upon last year, it's going to be really hard because I think they're they're missing some pieces that were really helpful in that defense last year but they could be more disruptive in ways that they weren't. I mean, it, it felt like a lot of last year was just to help guide the other team off the field, lead them to a punt. You get your offense back out there. If, if O'Shawn Mathis can bring some pressure, he ups the amount of uh, hurries or hits or knockdowns, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be sheer sacks. That can lead to turnovers. That can lead to takeaways. I mean, these are the, these are the sort of disruptive things that Nebraska hasn't done enough of on defense uh, to, to not only help you get off the field, but set up field position for your offense to go and score. And so I, I think O'Shawn Mathis is is huge in that regard. It's huge because of the, the depth concerns that they have on that defensive line. Uh, though, again, he is going to be an edge rusher. It's not quite the same thing um, where, where some of their depth concerns are, you know, in the interior. And then it maybe allows you to use someone like Caleb Tanner in a little bit different fashion instead of having to play opposite of, of Garrett Nelson, now it sort of seems to me, Brunts, and feel free to correct me if I'm, I'm way off base here, but you're looking at Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis as your two defensive ends. You can maybe work Caleb Tanner into a little bit of a different role. I don't know what exactly that's going to be, but he's a very athletic guy, and there's a reason he was a four-star on 24-7 sports. We have seen flashes of his pass rushing ability, his athleticism, I mean, you watch as I do before the games, and they're doing those linebacker drills where you got to catch and you got to get two feet down before you're out of bounds, and you have to have short area bursts for all of that stuff. I mean, he's a great athlete. So I, I think anytime Eric Shenander gets to go into his toolbox 
and gets to be a little bit creative, Nebraska is better off for it. And I, I'm actually excited what this move might mean for a Caleb Tanner. Yeah, I kind of going back to your point about, you know, just the 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 types of plays that Nebraska's defense has lacked. Um, they, they have not gotten off the field at a high rate. They um, are, are, have been a little bit more of the bend but don't break variety. And it, it, part of that has been lacking the type of playmakers on the edge that you have to account for as an opposing offensive coordinator. And I think O'Shawn Mathis certainly will attract attention um, based on what he can bring to the field as a pass rusher. I think the fact, like you said, that you have Caleb Tanner as a veteran, you've got Garrett Nelson as a veteran, who I think is, is you know, on the cusp of a breakout even more than he has been. I think, you know, as you've alluded to in the past, his numbers have been sneaky good already. Um, so, the, 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 I think the biggest thing for Nebraska's defense, aside from the depth concerns up front, or how do you, how do you create those havoc plays, the sacks, the fumble, forced fumbles, the, the hurries on third down to get off the field. And I think that that's what you, you hope that Mathis can bring and, and give you a, an immediate boost. Um, you know, I, I'm, what he said during his brief little Q and a on Twitter, when he wasn't showing off his dog and, and things like that, um, was, what was, yeah, Yoda was that Nebraska had told him that they were, had, had kind of pitched him on the things that they would be able to do with him in one-on-one situations and freeing him up for opportunities to get at the quarterback. So, I'm eager to see what that looks like. Um, that I think they have a guy that can take advantage of those opportunities. And it's frankly been, I mean, we're, we're probably going on what seven, eight years since Nebraska's had that kind of guy off the edge that commands a double team or, I mean, Randy Gregory at times was being triple teamed by some opponents. So um, that's, that's definitely a, a, a nice, toy for Eric Chenander to have as he's dreaming up blitzes and, and ways to create pressure on opposing offenses. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things that I have to imagine that for Mathis and, and the people around him, as you look at the Big Ten and the offensive linemen they produce, his goal is to get to the NFL. You get that kind of uh, practice. You get those sort of reps each week in the Big Ten. And, and I, I just – and that's not to take anything away from Big 12 offensive linemen, but it's just a different conference. It's a different style. I mean, teams play more like NFL offenses in the Big 10 than pretty much anywhere else in the country. And you have the opportunity to kind of measure yourself against guys that you're open to see on Sunday. And I, I think that had to be a part of it. Now, we talked about the on the field. Off the field, what O'Shawn Mathis means Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. In just the base sense. Nebraska has the ability to play in the deep end of the pool against a fellow Blue Blood program for a kid that is perceived to be a difference maker. I mean, I I, I don't want to oversell what O'Shawn Mathis can be. I think he can he's a he's a starter, he can be a disruptive player. Um, but he's also the best of what he is in the portal. And as we've learned anything about free agency in any sport when you are the best of what you can do it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best that's out there and in your sport but it does mean you're going to command quite a bit of attention and with that attention comes some pretty interesting financial opportunities the nil package we don't know what it is going to be exactly it likely and doesn't have to come to fruition what those exact numbers are But it is clear from all indications, from all reporting that we have done at Husker 24-7 and certainly reporting that I've seen elsewhere, that Nebraska is heavily involved. Um, Nebraska's uh, collective, I guess, if you will, or NIL faction uh, is heavily involved and and made an offer to O'Shawn Mathis that either Texas couldn't quite match, couldn't exceed enough of, or it was strong enough on merit that it was enough for the Mathis camp. So I I think what this means to me is that if Nebraska, again, can show progress on the field, can move the ball forward with the record and with what this program is capable of doing, they remain a team that can be incredibly competitive on the recruiting front, both in the portal and with high school kids. And I know that this is just one deal of multiple things they have going on in the the 2022-2023, you know, sort of joint cycle. So I I look for Nebraska to continue to be heavily involved from an NIL standpoint. They have that capability. Uh, And O'Shawn Mathis is the single biggest point that we data point that we have for that right now. Yeah. And it's like I said earlier, it's a little bit of a different recruitment from other transfers that Nebraska's, I mean, they brought in a ton of transfers. So, um, you know, that the fact that it's later in the cycle, you have, um, you know, it played out pretty publicly. Um, you know, you had, you had O'Shawn Mathis standing at, at the 50 yard line with Trev Alberts and, you know, every Nebraska coach that would come over and talk to him um, before the spring game. So it, it's, it's a little bit different than a Casey Thompson or a Chubba Purdy or somebody like that, who, you know, kind of made their visits and then, you know, made their announcement, even though I'm sure NIL was a big piece of that too. But, um, it, it's interesting because Nebraska, that allows Nebraska, I think, to, to kind of punch above its weight class a little bit based on what's going on on the field right now. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't think that that's, you know, a, a hot take by any means. I mean, yeah. Nebraska has not gotten it done the last five years, and that matters. But I, I think this is a little extra piece to a recruitment for refilling your 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 depth at certain positions that you can go out and make. And I, I think Nebraska certainly has shown that they have a compelling case to make. I think it's a, a, a location that should be attractive to transfers, especially guys who are comfortable going away from home that are maybe looking for something in, in like a second destination, I guess, like a Casey Thompson, a Chubba Purdy, somebody like that. So it's, uh, I, I, I think everybody's going to want to go big picture on this. And what does this mean in NIL? And what does it mean for Nebraska? I think what it means is that they can be competitive more so than what uh, you, you would expect for a team with the record that they've had the last five years. The follow-up for Nebraska and Michigan State capitalized on this is you need Oshan Mathis to be productive, just not only to help your program, but as a selling point when you turn around and you try to do this again in a year or in two years, and you can say, hey, we helped get this kid to the NFL. Hey, we helped make this guy an all-Big Ten uh, performer. And I I look at Casey Thompson in that regard. I look at Oshan Mathis in that regard. I look at Tommy Hill in that regard. I mean, Nebraska is going to have opportunities to continually sell what they can do from an NIL standpoint, from a transfer portal standpoint, and then continue to try to set themselves up as they pull this program back to where they want to be. And so, uh, you know, that's the next step. You get O'Shawn Mathis here. Not only do you want it to work from a record standpoint, but if it can work to where he performs well and you're able to kind of use that as a poster boy, that makes it easier for you to be able to go into the portal and point at guys. I mean, Michigan State's been able to use Kenneth Walker uh, and and Crouch and, and some of these other guys that they've had uh, that, that came and had success for a program that immediately went from really poor in 2020 to competitive in 2021. Is Nebraska going to be at that level? We'll find out. But uh, I, I've always kind of felt like Nebraska's in these situations where it's like when it feels like, oh, this could be a turning point. Maybe the key to a turning point is you got to continue that momentum. Off-season momentum is glorious until you get to the first game. But when if they can make it count, if if Mathis can make it count, if he has a strong season, the ramifications of that are are really really strong, and and the ripple effect is is pretty big too. Yeah, and it's and it's he even kind of alluded it alluded to this in his com, brief comments was that you know this is kind of a one year thing like he's looking at going to the NFL next year, that's what his goal is. And that's the opportunity for Nebraska is not only the win-loss stuff, but can you take this guy who was very productive in the Big 12, can you transfer that to the Big 10, and can you build on that? I mean, even you know Oklahoma was kind of the, the way – had that reputation too with transfer quarterbacks where you hit on a couple of these guys and you kind of start to build it a little bit that way too. So um, – yeah, I, I think that's that's the opportunity, but that, that has felt like the opportunity at Nebraska for quite a while. If you could just get it a little bit farther down yeah. the road on the field, that that's that's what you have the chance to do. But this is, a, you know, it, it is, <laughs> I know a lot of people want to kind of roll their eyes a little bit at offseason wins, but, I mean, this was a, a real big one. Yeah, absolutely. As we kind of finish up here, 
Devin Drew, all attention turns to the Texas Tech transfer defensive lineman. Uh, there was thought that that announcement could be coming this weekend, maybe even here on Saturday, a little double barrel action for Nebraska. Uh, we'll see if it, it comes to, to that with Devin Drew, but I feel good about where things kind of sit there just based on what I've heard sort of throughout the week and, and everything. That is a, an interior defensive lineman from Texas Tech that would probably be right there pushing Nash Huttmacher in that rotation on the defensive line and, and would be a really nice kind of addition for a, a program that had a little win taken out with the KT Rogers departure as well. Uh, and then after that, you know, it, Nebraska is going to be active. I mean, they, they made an offer Brunts the other day to a safety uh, that has multiple years of eligibility. You've talked with Lamar Goods, the defensive lineman that, that attended Florida out of Canada um, he is someone that isn't you wouldn't expect to produce immediately, but could help backfill a little bit. They're going to still be active in the transfer portal. It doesn't stop today with Oshawn Mathis. No, and with you know the May first deadline for guys wanting to to be eligible um, this fall, there, there's still guys you know as of this afternoon that were popping up in the portal, and really they they only have to have the paperwork in by May first, so it could be as late as May second. May third before you know you, you you actually have that name pop up. So you know that that's kind of where you know the college football is now. Um, you know that this deadline of May first, I think, kind of uh, will will make the next forty eight hours or so kind of interesting to see where things go. But I think for Nebraska, again, a program that has you know some some spots you need to get a little bit more depth, a little bit more talent and the, the portal is as we know the easiest way to do that and Nebraska has no qualms uh, with bringing in transfers. Absolutely. All right, Brunts, any final thoughts before we return to our Saturday routine of I don't know what it is for you, but I'm going to go watch the uh the A's and Guardians here for the rest of that game. But it that probably won't be as exciting as a Friday night contest. So. That, that doesn't sound like a good use of your, your Saturday. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it, it's wet out. We can't go for long walks. Shelby's taking a nap. What else am I going to do? It, it's almost time for uh, for, for that time at, at the end of the NFL draft where it's undrafted free agent time. Uh, so that we're going to be dipping into that. All right. Well, undrafted free agents, drafted Nebraska players, all of that and more. Recruiting. You can find it all at Husker 24-7. Plenty of stuff going on this weekend. They even canceled the baseball game today to let O'Shawn Mathis have this moment. I thought that was very nice from Will Bolton, his program. Brunson they'll be back in action on Sunday, right? They will. Doubleheader. Huskers and yeah. Hawkeyes. Be there. <laughs> Just the excitement emanating. Just radiating from Michael Brunson there. All right. Uh, for Michael Brunson, I'm Mike Schaefer. We are Husker 24-7. We'll be back next week with some more podcasts. And uh, keep an eye on that transfer portal. A lot happens. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.